0: Right, kaylee tell us all about your mac and cheese
1: listen all i'm saying is that craft macaroni and cheese is the superior mac and cheese
0: this episode is sponsored by Kraft macaroni and <laughs> cheese imagine
1: if we had one a bunch cr- of shit L- listen, have this <laughs> first of all you swore within the first three seconds of the podcast you're out this is family friendly content only second of all Mac and cheese, Kraft macaroni and cheese. If we had the Kraft macaroni and cheese dollars, we would be rolling in it, number one. Number two, did I already do numbers? I'm doing numbers again. <laughs> number two, craft macaroni and cheese is mostly chemicals and the cheese is cheese powder and it's not real cheese. But if you get the spirals and not the regular shape macaroni, mm-hmm. that's where the magic is. It is because the cheese gets caught in the spiral, you see
0: listen Kraft. if you want to become a sponsor of the podcast and you want us to say nice things about your product just 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 ship us a bunch of mac and cheese and then (laughs) ship
1: us a bunch of mac and cheese money
0: and (laughs) (laughs) And we'll we'll review it on the podcast i
1: mean if money came in a giant box but was also covered in mac and cheese that would be fine
0: yeah you You know know what i I
1: mean like you would be slightly annoyed because you'd be like oh what a mess you know (laughs) this is a dirty mess and now i have to deal with it before i can get my money but so what i mean it's still cheese
0: listen if they back a a dump truck full of money up to the house then then i'll say anything you want about mac and cheese
1: yeah fair enough so why are we talking about mac and cheese you ask i have not eaten anything today today has been a rare no food food day for greer because we've been running around like crazy and i i don't know what did i eat two hard-boiled eggs
0: Listen, that's like $35 worth of eggs right there.
1: I know. Do you know what? I do would, you know no, listen, the price of eggs I, these can days? Can you believe it? Can you imagine? And
0: it's, you know what? It's the Democrats.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I went to the grocery store today very quickly because you we went all right so we went to the gym together Ba-da! this is a new version of kaylee greer it's called gym greer and i am giant muscles you should see them when i flex my bicep it pokes your eyeball out from oh cross- not my eyeball <laughs> Uh, here's the thing. So, But you take away forever longer than me. So you're like, why don't you leave the gym early while I finish up all my crazy stuff with my crazy muscles. And go pick up all the few things we need at the grocery store. I said, fine. Because now that we're in the villages in Florida, I can just do it on a golf cart in 75 degree weather. So I was like, yep. Went to Publix and eggs i didn't even look i don't ever look at the price of eggs i don't care really honestly if i need them i get them um i got them put them in my cart when i went to check out i was like la- i felt like my my mother who's like <gasps> when it comes to like the prices of things and uh i was like i'm sorry how much did those eggs just ring up at nine dollars for and it, listen it wasn't the big pack that i always get sam you know how at home we get the giant eggs it was just a normal 12 eggs, one dozen, 12, $9.
0: What are these, nine dodo eggs? Am I right, people? <laughs> Actually, Come on. <laughs> Adventures in dog photography.
1: <laughs> they had at the grocery store next to the eggs that I got, which by the way, there were no eggs at all on the shelf except for like this one kind, which I never get. So I guess there's a shortage of some kind, which to explain the price, next to them was these speckled eggs. They were brown and white speckles and they were like tiny eggs. And I forget what bird it said that they were from, but it was like (laughs) like chickadee eggs or something. It was something wild. I was like, wow, that's so wild. I'm not going to buy those. They were the only eggs left besides the one last package I got.
0: I can sell you some dog eggs.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Junie, <laughs> oh. Junie
0: laid an egg earlier.
1: Oh, my God, that's sick. Yeah. Stop it. No, this is funny. Earlier today, I was I was um, taking a special call. I was in a special Zoom meeting and I was doing like a presentation in this Zoom meeting. And it was lovely. It was a lovely time. And there was probably like, I don't know, 14, 16 people on the call. I closed the doors to where I was giving the presentation. But now we're at my mom's. We're staying at my mom's place in the villages and it's different than our house. There's no like real doors. Like in Florida, they've got like these like lanai, like shuttery shutter doors, which aren't real. So I closed them all and it got all set up. And then the second that the meeting started and I started to present, Joshua and Junie blasted through the doors. The doors busted wide open and then they immediately ran into my background and started to try to have dog sex. <laughs>
0: This is very much on brand for them.
1: Oh, boy. Well, here's the thing. I mean, obviously, they're both, like, fixed, so there's none of that actually happening. But when they play, they get really frisky, and, like, often, Junie tries to hump Joshua in the face.
0: Yeah, and he loves it.
1: (laughs) So, I mean, that was the whole thing, and I was like, oh, guys, you know, and then when that's happening, you can't, like, glaze over that that's happening. You have to, like, call it out and point the, you know, the camera, the laptop camera right at the dogs and go, like, see? (laughs)
2: Because you can't can't pretend
1: it's not happening. It just is what it is. So thank you, Joshua and Junie, who are in the room right now uh, with us snoozing next to us. Thank you so much for that display. Thank you for the professionalism and the the credibility points that it lent me. Um, And I appreciate you uh, putting me on the spot and making me have to, you know, just kind of figure out how to whip it all together in the moment.
0: That's what they're there for. Yes. Um, Hey, Kaylee, real quick. In, in Kaylee movie review corner.
1: Oh, boy. Don't, I don't even start.
0: Can, can we talk about the movie we just got back from? I mean, like, briefly. Like, a no-spoiler, like, 35-second review of A Man Called Otto.
1: I could talk about this movie for the rest of my life. I mean, the movie is the meaning of life, isn't it? It was so unbelievably special and magical, which you knew that word was coming, um, and, like soul defining which is funny because the only movie that i had seen like in all of 2022 which made me feel that way was pinocchio which was not the tom hanks one though funny enough it was the other one it was the like um stop motion animation one on netflix and i thought i'm never gonna see a movie again that's gonna make me feel this way about life and then suddenly here comes january 2023 a man called Otto.
0: Yeah, so we're in we're in the villages, Florida, and there's a cute little movie theater there and, and they cater all of their movie choices as to what they show to elderly folks. Yeah,
1: to the senior citizen audience.
0: Yes. And it's it's funny because it, it definitely presents us with like a fairly limited movie choice, and they're all like movies that maybe we normally wouldn't seek out, but um I think it was a good a good choice today. I openly wept through, I don't know, Eighty-five percent of the movie.
1: Honestly, so did the man next to me. So yeah. you're good. Like, and he was like bl- honking his blow, like blowing his nose where it was like honking. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, as old guys do into their hankies And he was like really openly crying as well. So was every single living soul in that theater. It was. So it was you beautiful. have to see. Listen, you have to see this movie if you do nothing else. It was. I mean, Tom Hanks always plays it so beautifully. So, I, you know, there's a lot of like mm, movie stars or actors or whatever that I don't get the hype about. I'm like, oh, God, Nicolas Cage. Yuck, not a fan or like, you know, whatever. These these Some of these big names I'm like not totally obsessed with like the rest of the world is. But Tom Hanks, man, I get it. He is a national treasure. He is truly right. Is. Truly, see this movie. I I would. I'm gonna scream about it for the next two hours, but I won't because I don't want to give you spoilers. I just want you to just enjoy.
0: Um, But I
1: love old men. That's my thing, though, right?
0: (laughs) Yes, this is a a way... Are we not doing phrasing anymore?
1: (laughs) Don't take it out of context, but isn't it true that all my favorite movies like on Earth feature old men, including Pinocchio, which
0: we just watched? Yeah, it's 100% true. In in order, your favorite movies go grumpy old men, grumpier old men, um, and then I'm going to go with uh, maybe this movie, Pinocchio, and... Finch. Well... (laughs) Hang on. This is another Tom Hanks movie. It's either old men or it's robots.
1: Yeah, it's robots and old men together, (laughs) (laughs) which is what Finch was. Oh, incredible. Incredible. And then Pinocchio, who has Geppetto. Yeah. And Maurice from Beauty and the Beast, which is my dad.
0: That's right. Yeah, he so is. My dad was.
1: looks just like Maurice, and he tinkers in his little workshop all day, and I just can't imagine. I can't <laughs> imagine loving all these little grizzled old men more, because they just have such big, beautiful hearts of stone that you have to you have to work real hard to get the love out, and I just think, I don't know. There's something about them. Just, actually, at the gym the other day, I cried, because I saw, remember, you were like, what's wrong with you? I was like, on the... <laughs> I was on the shoulder press machine, and you yeah. came over. Uh, how
0: to, much? How much you got on that uh, shoulder uh, press there? Ten pounds, <laughs>
1: fifteen pounds. But like you came over. That's to me fifteen you,
0: American pounds. Oh yeah.
1: And you were like, "What's wrong with you?" And I was like, "I just like like nodded towards the old man who was there by himself, and he was in his like loafers. Oh my god, and a sweater. He had like a sweater on, like he had those nice going out clothes. It's a
0: bold choice At for the, the gym. gym. Yep. And he
1: had a clipboard with his like exercises written down and he was using a pen to like check off the oh my god my heart my heart i feel like it's gonna explode i can't stand it i don't know what it is with me but that's my it's definitely the kryptonite is like an old man with a clipboard
0: hey if you if you oh first of all couple things one we've got a great portrait of your dad that we should share on the uh on the instagram yes Yeah, so
1: That's ha- dad as Maurice.
0: That's right. So yeah, yeah this, this week after we share our main photo and a couple other ones that actually have to do with what we're going to talk about today, we will share a great portrait that we did of uh, of your dad. Uh, just a few years back. Uh, and, and this is the perfect venue in which to share it. All the miscellaneous photos that don't necessarily have a home anywhere else.
1: Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of fun. It's like kind of fun. Not, and I don't take care of the Adventures and Dog Photography Instagram, you do. But it is nice to have some place to go where it doesn't have to be so like perfectly curated. Right, and do, you, ex-
0: do you know Do you know how you can tell that I take care of it and you don't?
1: Because none of the photos match. Like the grid's all over the place.
0: Grid's all over the place. There's content Every day,
1: yeah, that's the problem. Like, uh, perfection is the enemy <laughs> of progress, as they say. <laughs>
0: and and for a description, I might like I might write, "Hey, look at these dogs."
1: Yeah, I know. For me, I have to write a small storybook.
0: Right, you have to you have to say oh, it's, it's got to be the perfect time of day. Got to shut myself away. Got to plan the whole day around doing this post.
1: I know, and the thing is, like, it's not even about that anymore. Like, everybody wants this, like, really, like, quick, kind of, like, low. Medium to low quality content that just keeps coming. Yep, consistently all the time. Three things, four things a day. So I that's what,
0: that's what I'm here for. Low quality keep, consistency.
1: Oh, I better listen. <laughs> <laughs> low quality consistency. I better go start hanging out with that guy at the gym with the clipboard because I'm I'm going old school. I am right. still all about the extreme high quality. And like as much perfection as I can get, which is a problem. I realize that I'm scooting my chair. How does it sound? Am I closer now? Is it good? Is it less good?
0: It's you know it sounds great. Hey, I'm going to preface the middle portion of our podcast, the main portion, with um with a little disclaimer. So we have a a very special guest coming up soon, Mr. Craig Turner Bullock Uh, from
1: photography in New Zealand.
0: Photography New Zealand. He. Uh, he joined us all the way from the other side of the world. He's, I believe he lives three weeks in the future. Um, (laughs) and, uh, trying out a new method for, for kind of, um, bringing outsiders into the podcast and man, I don't know. It had mixed results. So I'm doing my best to make it sound decent, but I'm using Adobe podcasts Uh beta right now. Uh Oh,
1: see, there's your problem tell me it was beta
0: listen i would have
1: told you that whole perfectionism thing i would have told you beta ain't good enough baby Beta means it's just gotta be beta someday
0: you know what it's how did you like my pun you you just
1: glossed over my pun
0: it's gonna be beta in the future it wasn't great
1: (laughs) did you understand that beta was better yeah i know i got it i got it Perfect.
0: Um, yeah, it's not quite there yet. There are, there are some issues that I ran into. Oh, so no, I think- tell
1: me. Well, Sam hasn't even told me this stuff yet, guys. And I spent my whole entire night recording a podcast that we must do. Yeah. We must do tonight. We must do it, Kaylee. We- because it's going to be so perfect when I'm done. Now, well, tell me what.
0: Okay, well, the couple things you'll notice. Um, one is that you know, Kaylee and I had to share a microphone in order to make this happen because they don't support... Different mics in the same computer for for their, their recording, and you speak so much louder than I do that you consistently clip the mic.
1: Oversight number one.
0: Yes. Uh, hey, wait. What?
1: That's... I told you, remember? I was like, check your volume, check your volume, and talk as loud as me, I said.
0: Sure. The other thing that happened, which... which, uh, Man, I don't know. I have no control over this. That's the thing. It's just some weird glitch that happened where at some point it it got like you and me got our vocals like two seconds behind craig's
1: oh no is that still like a thing yeah that's. you're gonna let that run nobody's gonna be able to listen to that i'm not
0: i'm going to spend hours and hours and hours editing it until it is listenable so that's what i'm doing for the rest of the night oh you ain't
1: playing super smash bros with me tonight
0: no so in the future we'll seek out i'm playing (laughs) we'll seek out a different (laughs) way to record that stuff that's
1: nicole begley i'm telling you I, ask nicole begley hair of the dog podcast she does a beautiful job with it sam doesn't like when i suggest he asks anyone else it's like when you tell a man to ask for directions he's like
0: a man <laughs> <laughs> this I, man listen
1: sam headaches
0: i didn't say at all that i wouldn't ask nicole i will ask nicole because we need today a better solution i took a
1: sneaky video of you at the gym doing your crazy arm stuff
0: um are you right you're gonna share that on the instagram yeah, what?
1: <laughs> why not
0: that's weird
1: i know i did i creeped on you and then i was like oh if someone else in this gym can see the back of my phone and they can see like that i'm filming this yeah. person and they don't know that i know you they're gonna definitely think i'm gonna murder you serious which question is still possible. serious question what
0: how the biceps look <laughs>
1: actually really good <laughs> which is why i filmed it i was like he's gonna love this
0: jeez louise um <laughs> hey but can we can we start talking about some dog stuff um, do you remember
1: when i tried to paint my nails the other day
0: Yeah, listen, (laughs) I've known Kaylee for, we're almost at our 13-year anniversary. That's
1: sick, plus that's unlucky, 13.
0: And once every eight months, you decide (laughs) to paint your nails, and like you it's like you're doing doing it for the first time like you don't remember ever trying to paint your nails before or remembering that every single time not only do you do a bad job but you get nail polish on absolutely everything the day that i brought home my brand new 5d mark i
1: remember this yeah i I just had red sparkle nail polish yeah
0: i took it out of the box and (laughs) before i could even attempt to use it myself you covered it in red nail polish
1: sparkles and they stayed there for like a good couple of years.
0: Yeah, and you know what, 13 years later, you're not doing any better with it.
1: Yeah, I was on the inside of my pants once I <laughs> <laughs> once I I did my nails and I was like, "Oh, we're going to go on a bike ride now. These are going to dry on the ride." But I forgot about all the things you have to do leading up to the ride, like put on your pants, pull up your pants, and then put on your shoes, tie your shoes, and then put on your helmet and and clip your helmet and then forget it. The whole everything was covered in blue nail polish.
0: This is true. <laughs> um Hey, I don't know if this particular shoot warrants its own episode, but I do feel like maybe we could talk about it if you feel open to talking about it. We did one shoot while we were here in the villages last week.
1: Oh, yeah. Is that a thing so that you, you want wanna, to talk about yeah, for a minute? Yeah, 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 It was so fun. Just um, just
0: for a minute, not a whole hour long thing because we got to get to our stuff with Craig, but I, I do think it's interesting.
1: So there's this traveling um, dog set, kind of like dog variety show, which is just like a, a joy like a, a proper delight they travel usually up and down the east coast of the united states um with like about eight dogs in tow and two or three dog trainers and they do like dog dancing and kind of like just all these like amazing dog trained routines were in comedy stuff and we got to go see the show so these people had contacted me probably I don't know six months ago or so like saying hey like we're looking to entirely rebrand you know our our media package basically for the show and we want to you know kind of do up a new website and we need all kinds of new like basically media assets and um we got to update our playbills and we just, we need new photos of all the dogs and the trainers and the show and everything. So we'd love to, you know, work with you. And that was really cool. It was so cool. But then I, I, you know, was kind of, I always do like a little bit of research on like, you know, my potential clients to see if we're a good fit. And it turned out when I researched them that they were going to be here in the Villages, Florida, doing one of their shows while we were staying down here. And it was literally, we could ride to it by golf cart. It was like a 10-minute golf cart ride from here. So I was like, that's insane. What are the chances of that? That's so strange. Like, of all, Because they go to a lot of big cities, mostly. But then for some reason, there was like one date in the Villages, Florida. So I was like, that's wild. That's kismet. Serendipity, if you will. So we... uh decided to meet up when they were going to be down here because the other thing is like you know normally sam and i live in new hampshire where you know january february time of year in new hampshire which is when we wanted to do the shoot is not looking so ideal for you know beautiful colorful outdoor lush you know vibrant dog photography it's quite um brown and gray and cold and snowy so it, it was just brilliant. It worked out so well. So what happened was they gave us a VIP, some VIP like passes to actually go see the show the day that it was playing last week. And I got to bring my mom, which was so lovely. And Sam and my mom and her uh, new bow, which we talked about in the last, uh, whenever the episode was that she was on. And she said like a word and she was like, hello. And that was like her debut and then the end of her debut. Yep. (laughs) Anyway, um, so we all went and it was amazing. We had the best time. It was so fun. And then after the next day, after that, they were still in town for one more day before leaving for their next tour date. And we got to do a a whole shoot with them, uh, which was like, holy crap, a ton of fun. Uh, Samo.
0: Yo, uh. So yeah no it was it was cool just to work with um dogs that could do all these really cool kind of specialty tricks but the, they also weren't like Really stressed out. A, a lot of dogs that are like super well trained seem to be like very kind of high stress. They want to be working. They're always looking at their trainer, just being like, w- tell me what to do next. Yeah, uh, well,
1: I mean, to, to be honest, the truth is that's because they're like 99% of the dogs that can do that type of stuff are border collies.
0: <laughs> that's what they're all and, about. It's their like, personality. Border collies
1: are like amazing dogs and they're so insanely smart, but they have like really high drive and i think it presents itself a lot of time as anxiety if they're not doing the thing they you know are trained to do like mm-hmm. in the in-between moments they're like oh god you know like what's <laughs> next nice? and they're like very intense uh, about it so yeah these dogs are pretty chill and really well trained and one of the dogs has the guinness world record for the highest dog jump in the world
0: highest vertical jump right? yeah
1: highest vertical dog jump in the world and she was a greyhound
0: Yeah, how cool is that?
1: And I think they said it was over seven feet, right?
0: I think it was something close to that. Yeah, that's it's incredible. incredible.
1: Incredible. And there was this other. Oh, my God, this gorgeous little thing. It was like a border collie mixed. What the heck was she mixed with? That little one. I can't tell you. Yeah. I can't remember, but it was definitely a border collie mixed with something really small. I want to say, oh God, I don't remember. She was stunning though. And uh, we had her up on this like hay bale for this one photo. And I would like, get ready, get in position, have her up on the hay bale, just ask her to sit and look at me. And then she would just immediately start to give paw, but like paw that would stretch out long enough to touch my lens.
0: Oh, and she would just hold it there forever. Every time.
1: And she'd just hold it straight out. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so cute. But I finally asked the trainer like... Like, what is she doing? And like, because she's doing it all the time and I'm not asking her to do it. And they're like, oh, she's pointing at you.
0: You're <laughs> so cute.
1: I guess she was like trained to point at things and like to point at the things she wanted. And I was like, you know, interesting. And I was holding treats and stuff. So she was pointing at me. And most of the time her little paw was like on top of my lens hood. That's how much she was like reaching, which was just, I don't know, darling. It was so cute. And then there's one dog who was really fearful of, like, my lighting setup and stuff, which is kind of rare for dogs that are so well trained. Um, It's kind of rare. They're usually just very, like, stable and bomb-proof, but this one was incredibly well trained and was, like, stage trained for those lights and everything, but for some reason just wasn't really comfortable with, like, a strobing light, which is Understandable, you know, but anyway, so that was kind of interesting because we tried to do some lit stuff and it just like immediately would shut down. And we're like, okay. And the body language was so like crystal clear in this dog, you know, that it was like so uncomfortable. And we're like, okay, well, that's fine. You know, we'll try something else. So we ended up taking her down off of the, you know, the platform. We kind of had the dogs up on it and just let her run around. I shouldn't say her, I, I think it was a boy. Him. Him. Yeah. So, and we just let him run around and we like got out his Frisbee and we got out all these toys and uh, he just became a different dog and was like just an absolute joy to photograph. And then I just got out my long lens and I shot some of the most beautiful natural light, like 200 millimeter stuff like I've ever shot in my career. I was so blown away. I'm so happy with how the photos came out. So it's, you know, it'll be interesting because if I can't match the focal length Like the 11 millimeter, I can't really do it. The dog like that that's so scared um i can't necessarily make the photos look you know exactly the same obviously a photo that's at 200 millimeters is gonna look quite a bit different than one that looks uh, like 11 but i still think there's a cohesion a cohesion between like the, the quality and the colors and everything so it'll be interesting to see how that pans out with the one dog having a slightly different looking like headshot than the others uh, for their they're gonna put it on their playbills and stuff like that so um that that was a unique challenge but What an incredible, I wish we filmed that because that was such an incredible example of, you know, crystal clear dog body language and like what you do as a photographer to adapt to that and to be respectful of that. Because the second I got out that wide angle lens, I'm like, this dog is like fully shut down. Like the body language is like, I don't think we're getting the dog back today. And then when we like really did, you know, let's change it up and completely respect this dog and his space and do the things he loves to do rather than what we want to ask him to do, which is let's play with the Frisbee. Let's play with it. Then we got this like insane stuff. And it was such a good lesson for me too to just always remember, you know, it's always at the forefront of my mind. But when I see such a crystal clear situation like that, it's like, oh yeah, always remember like how important it is to like let that dog choose what he wants to do because the photos are going to be just like a thousand times more impactful Um, and it's sometimes hard to kind of like shift your plan at the last second, but as a dog photographer, I mean, you can't really have anything planned. You have to just roll with whatever happens that day on location. You know, who would have known? I never would have known a dog that that's that well-trained would not really be able to handle, you know, wide angle lens in his face. So that's okay. We roll with it. And I'm really, really happy with how that shoot went.
0: Oh, good. Yeah. And that's the thing about shooting on location is like when you, when you see a dog that shuts down, you know, you're just like, okay. Let's not do this anymore. Like, let's switch it up and do something else. Because, again, it's uh, getting a dog back once he's, like, in the in the red zone for anxiety or fear or whatever. is very difficult if you keep trying to force him to do the same thing he clearly doesn't want to do. Which is why, like, I don't know how people shoot in studio, you know, yeah. with, with, with dogs. And, and we, we do it sometimes. But, like, we'd much prefer to be outside. Because if that dog gets in your studio and, and and starts to shut down you can't just be like, well, let's just let's go to this other studio that we have. Like, let's switch it up. It's like, no, this is the studio. He has to go back to the same spot where the same lights are and the same sort of backdrop. And yeah, you can give him lots of breaks and stuff like that. But if you can just totally switch it up and do something completely different, like let's run around instead. Yeah. that's a, That's usually a much quicker way to get that dog to you know get out of that red zone and become a dog again
1: yeah like just switch up as his mindset a little bit and no i totally agree regarding the studio photography i really give a lot of credit to people who nail studio yeah. photography there, consistently. and there are some people
0: there are some people that are really really good at it and they, and they have those tricks for for what to do in that time but man i probably
1: need to go to one of their classes then
0: yeah i wonder if anyone like that will be appearing at shutterhound in las vegas september 5th 6th and 7th <laughs> 2023 <laughs> Well, actually, you know who who is who is going to be there? Who um who definitely has some nice tricks for that, and you know has has a lovely way about him.
1: Well, I suppose since you said him, that really narrows <laughs> it down to you yeah. and Shane. Yes. Yeah, and um, Elka. Yeah. And Sophie. Yeah,
0: we got a, we get a number of great studio photographers there, but we we got to see you and shoot in person recently, and and. It was great to see him work with the dogs and, and to see a little bit of his process. So,
1: Yeah, that that was really cool. And Alex Kearns. Alex Kearns does like thousands of dogs a year that come through her studio. That's wild. So she's like really well versed with it too. So there's actually a decent number of studio photographers, probably half and half, right? Maybe
0: I'll sit in on some of those classes.
1: Yeah, that would be nice. But I don't plan to do too much studio work in my future. However, sometimes I need to do it commercially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I like to have it in my back pocket in case one of my clients is like, I have... Many hundreds of thousands of dollars. Can you do this thing? <laughs> I, really never like, no, no. <laughs> I never want to say no. I never want to say no. I can't do that thing. So you know, I like to be well-rounded. But yeah, yeah. Now
0: I do know. So hey, when we when we come back, we're going to be joined by the wonderful and very talented Mr. Craig Turner Bullock. Um, by the time you hear this, I'll have spent uh, probably the entire night editing that conversation so that it's listenable so i hope that you do enjoy it because he did have a lot of great things to say about a very special and epic shoot that we did with him at in his hometown of christchurch new zealand when we come back on adventures and dog photography if you're a fan of the outdoors and adventure like we are you know that finding the right gear is key and likely you also believe in doing your part to preserve and protect the outdoors
1: that's why the Merrimack Company offers clothing and accessories for today's active lifestyle, made primarily from organic and recycled materials. All of their fabrics are ethically sourced and are far more environmentally responsible than traditional fabrics.
0: Check out their lines of sustainable tees, hoodies, sweats, leggings, and upcycled accessories, including dog leashes, at the merrimackcompany.com. That's the M-E-R-R-I-M-A-C-K company.com.
1: And we have one of these leashes for our dogs Joshua and Junie.
0: Yeah the leashes are Great because Joshua loves The pull. It's his loves favorite to, thing It's his favorite thing to, to pull as hard As he possibly can and the leash feels great, looks great, and really resists all of that pulling from Joshua.
1: Well, and this is, I guess, the part of the ad rate where we reveal how poorly trained our (laughs) dogs are. (laughs) Plus, when you shop in the Merrimack Company, at least 1% of all revenue goes towards the cleaning and conservation of local
0: rivers. Enter the promo code DOGBREATH, all one word, D-O-G-B-R-E-A-T-H, at checkout to receive 10% off any order. Do your part to promote recycled and sustainable Fashion. Shop responsibly at The Merrimack Company.
1: That's the Merrimack Company.com.
0: Stay adventurous.
1: Is it okay if I talk at this volume?
0: You're really yelling.
1: Do you need me to just do you want me to just talk like this?
0: I just <laughs> Does
1: it pick it up if I'm like sultry?
0: It yes, but you don't have to talk as if you're trying to reach New Zealand.
1: I am trying to reach New Zealand. Also, the mic is really far away. That's why I'm yelling. I could talk nicer if it was closer.
0: Oh my god. Alright, here yeah, we'll put this right right in your business. Alright. Let's do it. So with that said, my friends, let us welcome Craig Turner Bullock to the program. Craig, how are you, sir?
2: Hey, I'm good. I'm good. I'm very excited to talk to you about our adventures in the South Island now that the trauma of the beginning of the trip is done with.
1: I know. You got to skip that part. You got to skip all the hard parts <laughs> and just show up when it got easy, Craig. I listened
2: and I cannot <laughs> believe we live relive it again
1: but it's right it's not true because he really helped us get over there and he was there the second we stepped off the plane so thank you
2: (sighs) yeah well i'm glad you made it
1: thank you sam looks confused hold on so sam and i listen let me preface this with sam and i currently have to share a mic which is a nightmare of a problem because i love to scream very loudly and ex. Exclamate. Is that a word? An excrement. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. no. Exclamate. Exclaim excited things. And Sam looks very off put by the fact that I am. I have
0: to s- yell into my face for the next yes, hour. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a- Test
1: your volume next to mine. This is my volume. This is my volume. Test yours now.
0: And this is also my volume. Um. And
1: Craig, what's your volume?
0: This is my volume. <laughs> that's actually perfect, you know. Honestly, that's how the pros test. I <laughs> this is my volume.
1: I thought it was a big miss that when you uh, introduced Craig, you didn't give him like a song, like at least a like <laughs> a drum roll, like da
2: da 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 da. Craig, turn a bullet. Hang on a minute, because I'm I'm quite disappointed that you didn't sing the theme tune live so that I could join in with you. I was going to ask you if you know it. I know it. Of course, I know it. You know me. How many ta- how many hours have we spent in a car together now? And then, I know all song words like after two times hearing a song.
1: Yeah, all the musicals that we've blasted for hours and hours on our road trips.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, I, I I remember. All right, we'll do the theme song live. I'll start. <laughs> uh, go to a party. I say, what do you think about frogs?
1: I look 'em right in the eye in the oh, head that head that and I say, get a photograph,
2: dogs. And. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> Craig, next line is yours. Oh, okay. <laughs> Most people don't believe that this is an actual profession.
1: But look in your dog's eyes and tell me that you don't get go ahead, Sim.
2: Cute a crusher.
1: Perfect. It turned to metal. We've done it!
0: You know, if you if you listen hard during the next part, there is like a ripping guitar solo in the background.
1: <laughs> ripping. <laughs> <laughs> burning.
0: There is a burning guitar solo in the background because we were we were messing around with recording that and I was just like I wonder if anyone will notice if I just shred underneath the little the little bridge of the song and I don't think anyone has but it makes me chuckle every time I hear it. <laughs> it's just for you. It's just for me.
1: <laughs> All right well listen hold on before we get before we dive into this baby let's Craig who are you?
2: Um. Well I'm Craig i <laughs> and why <aren't> suppose, you? <laughs> um, I suppose you could say i've been doing this a while um this well this year will now be my 22nd year photographing dogs professionally i've been doing it since 2001 uh started out doing it back at home in the tiny 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 island of guernsey um which is off the south coast of england um and then moved to New Zealand, oh, I don't know, 15 or 16 years ago now, I suppose. Um, and I've been doing it here since. And I've been teaching with you guys on the odd occasion. And I've got um, Unleashed Education with Charlotte Reeves, which is really awesome. And yeah, I'm still I shooting. It is with awesome. With my photography business. So yeah, that's pretty much me. And, and your crowning achievement
0: instructor at the upcoming shutterhound conference in las vegas nevada september oh 5th 6th
2: and 7th 2023 yeah. <laughs> oh my god so i'm so just so had to get
1: a little shameless plug in there you know
2: it's going to be awesome i cannot wait to be in vegas and um just be like immersed in dog photography for 3 whole days nonstop with
1: i well, am i mean so i can, i can't I believe that like you've so put
2: me on the lineup with the other people who are on the lineup <laughs> cuz <'cause> it's freaking <laughs> awesome
0: um, listen, listen, you yeah. you deserve to be there. What here's here's what I'll say about Craig for for those of you who haven't checked out his work, and and for those of you listening to this who have not checked out Craig's work, you're you're a fool, you're you're a foolish sucker, and you need to go check out <laughs> Craig's work. So so you can find find Craig. Um, he's on on Instagram. Is that that the place where you would update the most often? Would you say Instagram oh. or Facebook? Updating socials. Oh
2: dear um <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> on,
0: on the on the odd occasion that you do uh your yeah, photography usually, uh, usually i
2: uh, on instagram a bit more yeah yeah
0: okay photography nz you should check that out um here here's what i'll say about craig we uh we we met craig at at the first barca that we that we taught um but there's one thing that, that i've always noticed about craig and and i mean since i've met you your photography is you know come a long way you know even from that point and your style has developed big time but uh, there, you would always be in and amongst a group of other photographers all photographing the same thing all with like more or less the same sort of gear and then we'd all review each other's images later and i'd look at craig's image and be like why the hell is craig's image so good like what is happening why is his image so much better than everyone else's image um you know uh, everyone that was shooting the exactly the same thing Um, So I don't know, Craig, you've got that, that whatever that it factor is, you just get it. um, And, and your images always stand out in a big way. Um, And that was even before really developing your, your style with, um, you know, your Docoramas and and all the other innovations that you've been working on recently. Um, So I want to put that out there. I will stop complimenting Craig.
1: You don't ever have to (laughs) stop complimenting Craig. Nobody's (laughs) mad about it.
0: I've gone you know away. what
1: that is—the extra special about Craig. Is it's it? the glitter.
2: It's the glitter. <laughs> it's
1: yep, because he's always adding more glitter, as Craig famously likes to say.
2: If in doubt, apply more glitter. <laughs> <And> <laughs>
1: exactly. Thank you.
2: If if can glitter, glitter, I have got some very special shoes to be wearing when I'm in Vegas, so I can't wait for oh, you awesome. to see them.
1: Oh, I already got a preview. <laughs> um,
2: yes, and I I know of them as well. It's
0: amazing. Is this is this something that we're going to keep as a surprise for the attendees at at Shutterhound, where you have to show up in Vegas in order to see these shoes?
2: Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it be probably changed when I'm there and then take them off immediately afterwards because I don't want to risk damaging them. I think I need a security guard. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's going to be some sort of like elaborate heist for your shoes.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, need, yeah, yeah. I need a shoe carer for sure. Yeah.
0: We're go- we're gonna we're gonna find a way to steal Craig's shoes while he's wearing them.
1: Nobody <laughs> would ever expect
2: babies.
1: Yes, right. <laughs> Craig, did you ever see the Muppets Most Wanted?
2: Uh, that is one I have not seen Come, yet, no. on. Oh, I come on. I know, I know. The- Very okay. slack.
1: <laughs> it's the one where Kermit is no is turned into Constantine. No, he
0: does not Well
1: he's not turned into Constantine, <laughs> but Constantine is in the movie instead of Kermit.
0: Wow, she's doing a terrible job. Uh, explaining Muppets Most Wanted. However, it's it's the newest Muppets movie. It's also, I'm going to say, it's probably the funniest Muppets movie because it's really absurd.
1: Well, here's the thing. They go to do a heist, like a diamond heist, or was it the crown jewels? It, they were going to get the crown jewels, but they send in Bobby Benson's baby band, a band full of babies, <laughs> to steal the crown jewels. And they say, nobody would ever expect babies.
0: Yes, so... <laughs> So when we were so
1: watch your shoes, Craig.
0: Watch, watch, yeah. So the moral of the story is watch your damn shoes, Craig.
2: All right, I'll I'll keep that in mind. Thanks. (laughs) Um,
1: Hey, quick question: What time is it in New Zealand?
2: What month is it in New Zealand? (laughs) I I think we're a month ahead of you. No, (laughs) a month. No, day ahead. We're a day ahead of you, and it is three almost three thirty in the afternoon.
1: Hey, pretty good. It works out to be almost nine thirty in the evening here. The night before. So you're living in the future.
2: Yes, I am in the future. And That's you're awesome. recording this early for you guys.
1: I know, it's true. This is actually early for us. Quite early. <laughs> it's like a
2: normal time.
1: <laughs> it's true. So shall we what do you think? Do we need do we get into this thing?
0: Yeah. I think I think when when we last left our uh, our protagonists, uh Kaylee and Sam, we had just uh <laughs> and and Craig. You're
1: referring to yourself in the third person. Yes.
0: When we last left our, our, our the three of us, we we had just finished our shoot with some alpacas in Wellington, um, and then we were about to hop on the ferry from the North Island to the South Island. Craig, if you had to describe the difference between the two islands, br- like briefly to to someone who's never been to New Zealand, how would you describe them?
2: Oh, uh, the uh, the North Island is flat and very sparse and spread out. And the South Island is not very flat and very, uh, things are quite close together. Um, it's very mountainous and foresty and, and luscious down here, but it's more, it's, it's definitely more kind I don't know, arid, is that the right word maybe, um, in the North Island, there's mu- much more big wide open spaces and tussocks and grasslands and, yeah, it,
0: it seemed a little bit more far, farm-like, like a little bit more Shire-esque.
2: Well,
1: that's what I was going to say. Just North Island, Lord of the Rings, the Shire, South Island, more Craig's House, House, and Lord of the Rings.
0: South Island,
2: more and, Lord yeah. of the Rings, <laughs> but not the Shire part. Uh, yeah, like all the, well, not all of them, but a lot of, most of the, like, scenes on um, on mountains and all that were all filmed in the South. And and yeah, and as, as you know, because we went there, Hobbiton is in the North Island
1: hobbiton was so magical that was so unbelievable was that your first time there craig or have you been there a hundred
2: no that was my second time i've been yeah
1: frodo's house frodo's house is so (laughs) i tried to get some
2: dogs there for um for my for my last book but i couldn't make it i couldn't pull it off i couldn't pull it off
1: is it because they're just like super super absolutely no dog no dog rules
2: um yeah and just the licensing regulations and everything as well because i thought you know the dogs probably wouldn't be a problem because actually wetter workshops website they have actually got a page for the dogs of wetter workshop which is all the people that work there's dogs oh Um, oh that's brilliant hey some people from wetter might bring their dogs along but yeah just the permissions and licensing and blah 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 all of that stuff. Yeah,
0: I
1: can imagine. Now, what book was that for that you're talking about?
2: Uh, that was for Dogs Life, which is my Dogs All Across New Zealand book that you're I did.
1: Best selling oh, yes. book, yeah. Dogs Life.
2: What? One of my best selling books. Yeah.
1: Yes, and how, what was your other best
2: selling book? I've got three. I've got three books. So I did. Uh, I did a couple of books about um, about the earthquakes. So I did Quake Dogs and Quake Cats, and they were stories of. Um. Yeah. What what animals, what dogs and cats went through during the earthquakes. And um, those were big sellers. And um, I mean, Quake Dogs was at number one on the best sellers list here for 10 weeks. And um, raised heaps of money, about just over thirty thousand dollars, I think. Those two books raised for animal rescue here. That ah,
1: period. that's so, beautiful. That's so beautiful. And I highly recommend anybody yeah. listening to this check out those books if you can get them.
0: Uh, no, and for and for the, those who don't know, um, the earthquakes that, that Craig is talking about, um, that he uh, was able to, to photograph dogs from and tell these stories of, and the cats as well. Um, happened in the town where you currently live in new zealand in Christchurch, and the story the way that you tell it is just incredible um and and i would i would recommend kind of people seek that out um uh, i would i would probably i don't i don't want you to tell an abbreviated version of it here because you tell it so well when you tell it um you know the the way that you normally do in, in your talk so um go see craig live perhaps at shutterhound um go
1: go, mayhaps
0: mayhaps go seek out the books (laughs) go message Craig uh personally and force him to tell it to you um because it is it is a really incredible story um of those earthquake and uh you were personally involved in it and then what you did to you know try to help out on on the other end is is I think it's really special
1: yes but come see him at Shutterhound and then you can plot with me how to steal his shoes
0: so it always comes back to the shit. Oh,
1: <laughs> also I had to take a minute to take off my thermal long sleeve shirt that I had on because I was dying and I knocked my headphone out of my ear and it was a whole production and now I'm I'm just wondering if I'm back appropriately. Is everything okay? Everything looks good? Everything feels right?
0: If you can hear Craig, then you're good.
1: I can hear Craig, yes. I'm still getting so used to these these headphones.
0: Uh, well, Craig, thanks for being with us today. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, all right. So, all right. So then we we left the North Island from Wellington.
0: Yes,
1: where we ate in that restaurant that was super hot. Do you remember that? It was like a million degrees in this restaurant. We were like in the back of it. we were all sweating, peeling off our clothes while we ate. And then we got on a ferry, and this ferry had fancy VIP section, and we got some tickets to the VIP ferry, and we had Wi Fi and cookies.
0: So, so here's my recollections from from this uh from this particular trip and and craig tell me if i'm way off base we we specifically bought vip uh tickets to a lounge so we could have like a couch and some wi-fi they gave us what i think 30 minutes of free wi-fi and craig what is the very first thing that you did with that wi-fi
2: oh my god they only asked me to remember stuff
0: (laughs) i i i remember because it was (laughs) because it was hilarious (laughs) how it was like (laughs) the one and only thing you were able to use the wi-fi for and that was to watch RuPaul's Drag Race.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. RuPaul was on at the time, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, finally, that I was, have Wi-Fi. That's There's say, some important business I need to take care it from on, like a Kylie forum or something. But no, it was. That's right. I remember. We, yeah, watch, I watched RuPaul's Drag Race on the ferry. over.
1: <laughs> oh, that's it, right. That's so on brand. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, we're we're I'm ho- I'm hoping to have Craig on for uh for a number of different um episodes because we have been on a lot of these big adventures with him um including one for your upcoming book which i won't spoil um but it's
2: one where we got to meet a a bit of royalty
1: oh my (laughs) we have to save that story for another day because my god is that a good one that's a
2: story for another day that was definitely one of the most memorable shoots of my entire life and um and and that that was
0: we absolutely have to talk about that and it was it was. Followed up very closely by by me going to drag bingo and winning. (laughs) That's
2: right. Yeah, winning winning at bingo with bag of chips. (laughs) That's right.
1: And then you gave Craig all your prizes. That's right. You're like, I wasn't sure what to get, so I gave it to Craig
0: because i'm a good friend
1: that was in london <laughs> that was lovely so yeah we craig we plan to have you on like absolutely for like a full one where you can like fully talk about the adventure behind one of your photographs because i would love to hear so, it well. and like, we want to kind of like feature you for sure like that so and then this one's a little bit of a this one's kind of fun but it's a little bit of an anomaly because we have craig here but we're talking about i suppose photos that i took is that right is that your plan, Samo?
0: Okay, so so the focus, the focus of today's photo is going to be, or yes, the focus of today's episode, the photo that we're really going to be discussing and, and talking about the story behind it um, is going to be the photo of Craig's cats um, taken up on a mountaintop in Christchurch, New Zealand. And it's a really, it's such a striking image. And, it, and, and here's the thing, we'll describe it in just a second, but I want to say that like, Craig is is really he's he's very giving in the fact that he's like hey you guys are in Christchurch I'm going to take you to like the best spot to shoot it's a spot where I like to do my shoots and so like giving another photographer like lending them like your like your spot and like your secrets and that sort of thing the best place to go for the best photos it's very it's very selfless and um I I would say like hey we did the exact same thing when Craig came to visit us in Boston and we did however it was the middle of winter, and <laughs> and the spot that we shared with Craig was significantly less epic than the spot that he shared with us.
2: <laughs> it's true. <I'm>, it was, <laughs> um, yes, it was
0: a little great. Let me let me tell <laughs> let me tell one more Craig story real quick because I, I don't think this one warrants its own episode, but I can sum it up in about two minutes. Um, so so Craig, very in demand photographer, he came to visit us when we lived close to Boston, and um, a woman from. Oh, I believe Iowa or Idaho, somewhere in the Midwest. Um, heard he was going to be in the states, and she was like, "Oh, I'll drive eleven hours to come do a shoot with you," which is super cool. And so, of course, we're like, "Oh, yeah, we'll drive you to a spot where where you can do a shoot." And we're like, "Well, we know a good spot. It, it is December, you know, so everything's going to be kind of dead and and it'll be cold. But you know, there's probably the best spot we can think of. So we drive into our special spot, and I'm like, Craig, how many how many dogs are you shooting today or photographing? And and he's like, oh, I think there's two. And we go, okay. And so this RV pulls up, and this woman and her husband come out, and they're lovely, but they have five dogs with them. Mm, I, I think it was five that. dogs, and it was like they were lovely, and all the dogs were lovely, but it was like the island of misfit dogs that rolled off of this oh, RV. I where,
1: one of them was was blind.
0: Right? One of them was blind. There was like one, one dog who was like really old, and one dog who was just a puppy, and like one dog that was a little fearful. And like so there was – It was a lot it was a lot happening and i just turned to craig and i was like "Ooh, i was like good luck i'm here to help if you need me but this is a lot and (laughs) the fact that he had five dogs to work with all of which with their own issues and a a, a location that was less than ideal the photo that came out of it is absolutely ridiculous it's incredible it's true Um, and it's really a testament to like why one hires an incredible photographer such as craig Um, So he was able to make the best use out of, um, you know, our spot, despite a lot of challenges. Um, When he showed us his spot in Christchurch, we're like, oh, this thing is like almost too beautiful to photograph. Like, we don't know how to photograph it like appropriately. We got there, but.
1: I'm so used to like (laughs) polishing a turd with like, you know, with like New England and my locations because there's always like pretty gray and tough and then We don't have, I don't know, it's not epic like this, you know what I mean? There's some pretty stuff, but it's nothing like this. So it's like, kind of like, when you get to a place this beautiful, how do you even, it's such an expansive vista. How do you take it all in, Hannah? It's like, panic! All right, I gotta figure out how to put this all in one frame, you know? This is so crazy, but... um. Don't forget
2: when we actually went up there, like those clouds rolled in really quick and then there wasn't much of a view for most of the time. No,
1: that's so true because you can see in the progression of the images. So we'll get to like, you know, what we were doing up there in a second. But like the first few images are almost like clear, like skies, blue skies. And then you see a little cloud kind of trickle in from the left, you know, and then suddenly by like maybe, I don't know, the like 20 or 30th frame, It was almost fully filled up with just white clouds, Um, just totally blocking that whole gorgeous view. So like luckily the photo we're going to talk about today of Craig's three cats, I got probably at the midpoint of when those clouds were rolling in slash maybe towards the later end because the sky is almost fully filled with clouds, but there's at least enough blue to like save the day. And make it feel special. Sam's sending Craig a behind-the-scenes special file or something.
0: It's just the photo you've seen a billion times, Craig. Uh, But um, but, uh, Kaylee, before we dive in any further, again, I just want you to explain in detail everything about this one particular photo for anyone that's not seeing it. For anyone that um, uh, wants to hop on their old mobile phone, go to the old Instagrams and check out Adventures in Dog Photography. You can see the photo we're talking about there. Um, but Kaylee, give give this photo a nice description for us.
1: Okay, it's so exciting. It is a photo, one of the only photos in my entire portfolio that is of not a canine, but a feline. And not just a feline, but three felines, which is so magical. There is Craig's three cats, Jazz, Mr. Tinkles, and Milfoy. Um, and I still don't know how to spell Milfoy. I always grew it up. But these are Craig's three cats, Jazz is, okay, Craig, help me out. I know Jazz was a bangle, right? Mr. Tinkles, yeah. is he a ragdoll? Jazz
2: is a Bengal. Yes, is. and
1: Milfoy's a, um, oh my gosh, I'm about to have a poop on my brain. A poop out. Uh, A sphinx. <laughs> Yes. Thing? Okay. So we have three like wildly distinctly different looking cats, which is pretty cool because typically you yeah. don't get a ton of variety in like the visual of a cat. A lot of cats, domestic short hair, they just kind of look similar. Right. But these are three like very distinctive looking cats and they're up on a rock. I and then like you can them. see this amazing view of like, it's like we're up really high on, I don't want to call it a mountain, but definitely like an extreme hill, maybe small mountain. And we are looking out towards the sea and you can see other mountains in the background and then the ocean and then all the swirly clouds above the cat's heads. And it's you can tell that it's windy because it was very windy um, and you can kind of see it in the cat's hair. It's pretty epic, actually. Is that good, Sam? Are you mad about that or let me see your face?
0: I'm, I'm not mad. That's what that's well said.
1: I can't judge Sam's face because normally I sit across from the table from him so I can see all the expressions and understand why he's mad and when he's mad, and right now I'm directly next to him. My cheek is almost smashed against his cheek, and I have no clue what he's thinking. So, Sam, yo, how's your emotions?
0: Oh, in, uh, uh, even. Oh, good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's what I'm looking for. Even is is just about your resting. Uh, your re- your resting state.
0: Yes. Uh, Perfect. Okay. So before we dive into to more about this shoot, Craig, any big thoughts about that day that really stick out to you?
2: <laughs> um yes i definitely uh, several um so well first of all um the boys are indoor <laughs> for a
1: small detail
2: <laughs> you know just just uh you know just for making things increase a difficulty level um but um, when they were younger um jazz and mr tinkles were harness trained and we used to take them out you know, for walks and stuff, but, um, Jazz was quite traumatized during the earthquakes, so after that, he never really wanted to go out again, so before you guys came, we spent a few weeks, like, harness training them and everything again, and taking them outside, and getting them used to the idea that, you know, the harnesses are fine, and all the rest of it, so we did that, and then I all I will never forget, um, when we when we said right we're taking the cats up to the hills um and chris my husband was like um are you, sure? are you serious and he's like well if you lose one of my cats in the hills and the cliffs over christchurch i'm jumping off yeah, so that was um that was fun and that was replaying that conversation in my head the whole entire No
1: drama, no drama, no worries. No. We got this.
0: Yes, Chris, Chris is the me of the group.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Very practical and clear headed. Chris is the sensible yep. half of the two Everybody
2: of us. Everybody needs a sensible sure. half, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's gotta write too, don't they? <laughs> so um yeah, we did that. And and also and I'm sure we'll get to this anyway, but also um charlotte was yeah, here I too remember, i remember charlotte being there so, i don't
0: remember why she was there now,
1: what do you mean
0: well i i understand of I understand, course I understand, she was there no no i understand that we're we're meeting up and we're going to, to teach a barca
2: but yeah. but was it just that she had flown into Christchurch, or she flew into Christchurch? uh actually uh oh gosh i don't remember i think she actually might might have flown into Christchurch, stayed here a night or two then she went down to visit family in Dunedin, and then we all went to the That sounds like, oh, right. So, yeah, ah, that okay. sounds. I think right. that's what Charlotte. And well, I think that the um, the idea of Charlotte being with us was to get some behind the scenes footage yes. as well. She... But...
1: <laughs> <That> <laughs> she did a little really bit at happened, the beginning. <laughs> By the way, let me just uh, pause br- briefly and say the Charlotte we're referring to is the incredible fabulous wildly talented charlotte reeves of charlotte reeves photography one of the original dog photographers on this earth um and also one half of unleashed education that she teaches with craig so that's kind of who we're talking about if you have never seen charlotte's work please do yourself a favor and go to charlotte reeves photography.com isn't that what it is or is it just
2: charlotte reeves oh gosh uh charlotte just reeves
1: give it your google you'll find yeah. it
2: yeah so charlotte was charlotte was going to do some behind the scenes and uh it turned out that charlotte's uh cat wrangling skills were yep. very much required yeah.
1: actually the, charlotte is edgy, like today. incredible so wrangler in general of all animals because she is so calm and even. She's kind of another Sam and Chris, you know what I mean? She's like so even and so calm and her energy is excellent. So animals really gravitate towards her and really love her. And she has like wrangled so many dogs and cats into place for me over the years (laughs) and helped me nail such like unbelievable shots that I just have to give a shout out. Thanks, Charlotte. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Dead on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: I I love Charlotte, and I don't know why I need to poke fun at her being Australian, like for forever. It's it's been since like the day I've met her. It's been like that isn't a knife, this is a knife.
1: Yeah, like. exactly. But your Australian accent is so bad and so off that the joke's like kind of on you.
0: No, that's fair. It's fine. <laughs> I don't mind. Um, no, no. This this photo, like like a lot of our photos, didn't just like happen. Yes, you know what I mean. So, so we have behind the scenes. You know, Kaylee's, you know, Kaylee's work, working the camera. I have a light. Um, I'm not sure what it was for for these babies. Um, I'm going to guess it's a beauty dish because I typically don't. We don't travel.
1: That's the thing with a
0: giant yeah. octa or whatever. If it's a
1: travel shot, you can almost bet it's a beauty dish. It's the Westcott Rapid Box usually. Hey, there you go. Yeah.
0: Um, but then we've got you know Craig, Chris, and Charlotte all helping with wrangling, safety, everything like that. Like it, it was a it was a full production and we were there for quite some time.
1: Well, I mean, it was like hours. And then once once this shot was over, the crew all left and then you and I stayed and did some Pitbull Rescue photos, if you recall. Yeah. You remember that? So we stayed until like perfect dark. Um, but we had, well, I would say at least two hours we spent with the cats. Because and- we, tra- we started in a different like location on the hill. Remember, it was, like, more off to this other side, and then it was so, what happened was it was so exposed to the, like, elements, and it was really windy up there, like, naturally, like, the higher altitude you go, right, like, the more windy is.
0: And we were in a cloud, I think.
1: Basically, yeah. yeah, so it was really windy, so the cats were, like, pretty chill about it, except for when a really big gust of wind would come, and then, of course, like, they'd just be like, wah. Actually, Milfoy didn't care about anything. He was, like, totally chill the whole time. But uh, Jazz and Mr. Tinkles were less enthused about the wind. So that's why we ended up moving to this spot. We went and found, like, some cover. And we got, like, this different, um, kind of this on the different part of the hill. And that there was, like, a piece of it that kind of jutted out to the right of us that was blocking us from the wind. And then the cats were, like, totally fine. That's relative. I mean, they were still, like, what the heck are we doing? But
0: So it's funny. People 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 ask us, like, a lot of the times, like, Like, hey, do you get any tips for photographing cats? And, you know, I I don't know about Kaylee or or yourself, but I always say, like, no. Like, because I, I mean, I would consider myself, like, kind of an expert when it comes to, like, dog body language. Like, knowing, you know, how to work with them, you know, in a photography setting. Cats, it's just a free-for-all, man. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, honestly, I mean, I think Craig is probably really good with cats because he owns Cats. he always has and you photograph a lot more cats than I do Craig you you did a whole book on cats so what would you say do you have any cat tips for photography well
2: I think that I think that the to state the obvious I guess is that they are very different creatures to dogs and so the techniques that we use for dogs is not necessarily going to work for cats so um cats are really visual so visual cues work really well you know, little strings or feathers or whatever, you can get your hands on grasses like we were using on the day and just waving things. Um, they react a little bit to like washy noises. So if you wave a toy or whatever, they can, you can get their attention that way. And I guess it kind of, uh, puts them in like that hunting mode where they're a bit more alert and have got nice alert expressions. Just, um, just capture them doing their thing and just, try and encourage them as much as you can into, you know, areas where the background is nice or the light's good or whatever.
1: And the reason I don't photograph a lot of cats is because like, as you know, people who listen to this podcast may know by now, by looking at my work, my style is so heavily dependent on being outside um, in kind of, you know, over the top locations. And typically I'm using like lighting and it's kind of a whole production and yeah, you're, like you said, probably 98, 99% of cats are, don't you know, they don't go outside. They're indoor cats, uh, especially in countries where there's, like, laws against cats being outside. Yeah. Um, some, like, states or towns, you know, here in the U.S. might have, like, ordinances where, like, cats are supposed to be indoor animals. I know sometimes they uh, get themselves in trouble outside for a number of reasons, but also, like, cats are, like, sometimes, you know... Um, being a predator of like important little species and things when they're outside, so <laughs> they're asked to be kept inside in most cases. Uh, so that's that's kind of why I don't really photograph a lot of them, even though I find them to be so insanely beautiful. And their eyes are like nothing else. I mean, I think dogs' eyes are absolutely beautiful, but cats kind of take it like a step further. With their eye, uh, like the colors and their irises and everything, they're magical. So, getting to do this with your cats is very special for me because I really don't get to do it that much.
0: Yeah, so we, you really spoiled us with uh with with your cats. Um, and thank you for taking the extra time to to train them on the harnesses and everything, and and for you know uh for putting Chris through all the stress of bringing them up to the to the location. Um, one one of my favorite things about doing this podcast is um you know like Kay- Kaylee's portfolio online is very curated and it's very like highly polished and perfect and beautiful and she puts a lot of effort into to making it like that but there's all these other photos that we have that like don't fit in with that portfolio but they, they should be shared I think and, and seen because some of them are really epic and some of them are just hysterical for, for different reasons and we have one i uh, kaylee can you just quickly describe this photo because i can't even get over it Uh, it makes me want to cry
1: (laughs) all right craig you probably know what's coming it's milfoy the Sphinxy boy who's who's a naked boy but he's wearing a (laughs) denim jacket (laughs) with the collar flipped up like a cool kid like a cool club kid and he's got his his uh for lack of a better term his cat boobies Hanging out the bottom, even though I know he's a man, he still had his extra little pooch of like his like his like cat chest or whatever's happening, hanging out the bottom of his denim jacket, all naked and flapping in the wind with and he's giving me like what I would call paw, which is usually what a dog is doing, is giving paw. I don't know what you call it when a cat does it, but he has fully like got his paw up and he is staring directly into my soul with his amazing green eyes. Uh, with his denim jacket and his uh, cat balls. But they're not balls. They're I think they're just
0: his flappy... Uh... So we have a Sphinx cat <laughs> in a denim jacket giving a high five. Like
1: why? <laughs> That's what Sam wanted me to say. That's, sorry. That's, sorry. Excuse and me. I did want eight
0: <laughs> minutes worth of description.
1: Well, I got to tell you, like, I have so many shoots from my career that, like, I'd go back through or whatever, and I won't have seen for years, and then I'll go back and go, oh, my gosh, there is so much gold here. What in the world? How did these not get shared? Or how have these not seen the light of day other than, like, the client's private gallery, you know? But there's so many. I don't know. I just, like, keep going out every day and making more, and so it's hard for me to look back through the old ones. But, yeah, uh, I agree with you that it's pretty special.
0: Sam, L- you're up. Oh, wow. Hi. Uh, there was
1: an awkward pause of silence right there. That you're not going to edit out, so now you have to make an excuse for yourself. Why were you so quiet?
0: Uh, gas. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't... <laughs> because
1: you have gas. I... Sam ate two McDonald's cheeseburgers today. I just like to say, Mister Health, the picture of health and perfection over here. Mister Super uh, Super Gym Guy, Super Muscle Jones went to McDonald's and got two cheeseburgers.
0: Yeah, do you know how many uh, grams of protein there are in a double cheeseburger? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh,
1: how much saturated fat and how much sugar?
0: Uh, all, all of it, but that's that's fine. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> we we're here to talk about dog photos or cat photos. <laughs> um, we also uh, we 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 got to photograph your dog here as well, Ralph. We we yeah, always we kind of poke fun at at Craig um, because he's a dog photographer, and what some dog photographers will do is they will um, you know when when it comes time for them to to bring a new dog into their family, they'll be like, okay, what's going to be the best dog for you know, for my business, one that I can use in all my commercial shoots, you know, one that can do a bunch of tricks, one that every company wants to see. I mean, Kaylee and I wound up with a three-legged, wrinkled face dog, <laughs> Dooney, with a snaggle-tooth or whatever. But, Craig, you wound up with the most difficult dog in the world to photograph, the blackest, darkest, tiniest,
1: tiniest fastest,
0: most, little beady-eyed beauty monster. Most full of tiramisu dog,
2: <laughs> little Ralph. Um,
1: This dog stole my tiramisu directly off the coffee table. I'd just like to mention. You
2: you started a a tiramisu (laughs) obsession for Ralph.
1: (laughs) Craig's husband, Chris, is a pastry chef. uh, And he makes the most unbelievable desserts from scratch. And we had so many beautiful ones when we were over there. But also, little Ralphie, the dog we're about to talk about right now, had his fair share of pastry desserts as well.
0: Um, So, yes. So, Craig, can you... Tell everyone what um, what what breed is Ralph, and then um, at this point, I feel like he was pretty new to your family too. Um, tell us a little bit about about Ralphie, and, and I'm going to send you along a little photo of him as well that maybe you haven't
2: seen.
1: It is fully unedited, so enjoy that, Craig. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so he's he's an affin pincher. Um yeah, and so he is exactly what you guys said. He is tiny. He's very very hairy. He has hair covering his eyes so it's really hard to get light into his eyes and yeah he's fast and he's a typical terrier yeah Monkey. he's very smart and he does some he does some good so we were able to and, photograph Ralphie yeah. up on the
0: up on the uh, the rock as well same 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 spot rock that was-
1: same cat rock just same. switched out for a dog three cats for one dog feels it's like it's- a decent deal it's That's a- terrible. <laughs> That's terrible to say. But hey, by that time, if you notice in this frame and you'll you guys will see it on the Instagram at Adventures in Dog Photography. Are you proud of me, Thank Sam? You. Um, you'll see that by this time those clouds that Craig and I were talking about had fully rolled in. So the view is almost completely gone way off in the in the background there for some of these shots of Ralph, because uh this was like towards the end because we did him after the cats and we lost a lot of the blue in the sky and we got like pure cloud which was frustrating but you know you just roll with it when you're on location um it, it Craig you shoot in this spot kind of a lot right isn't this kind of one of your go-to special secret spots I feel like you get so many good skies in Christchurch so how often is it that it's fully blocked by clouds or is, was that just reserved for me
2: <laughs> um well no it's definitely not just you I do – if I'm shooting in the hills, I okay. do seem to reschedule fairly often if it's a hills shoot. We do have, um, yeah, quite a lot of cloud and stuff um, up there, and it's always windy, always windy up there. Uh, I've never uh, – I, I think maybe yeah. in all the times I've shot there, I've been twice, and the weather's been perfectly still. But I guess that wind – Uh, that you know happens because everything's so flat in Christchurch and I guess that's what helps to make the skies quite magic when when that happens it's high risk high reward
1: yeah yeah exactly and man did it pay off because I am obsessed with this photo of your three cats and I will say you know how you know you've made it is when your photo gets um infringed upon and used as the background of uh all kinds of different models of television sets that are being sold like all throughout China <laughs> because I don't know Craig if I've ever showed you or maybe you showed me but there's like Amazon listings of and like Amazon and like Alibaba listings of like electronics but mostly TVs that are being sold in China with this image as like the background in the on the like product photo mock-up of the TV <laughs> at which really sucks because there are no copyright laws like whatsoever in the uh in china so there's not really anything i can do about it
2: yep so um i'm just looking at this photo that you sent me sam and oh my god (laughs) it's so good
0: um yes it's it's ralph uh and he's and he's got his his hair blowing in the wind there's tons of clouds he's he's very dark he's a little shadow um but he's got his little tongue out
1: his little tongue is out it's so cute i was probably giving him peanut butter is my thought
0: (laughs) We did a lot of other shoots after this, but but for today, because again, New Zealand's big, big, big adventure, I want to talk about one more shoot that we did um, yeah. right after this. And this is the one that you're going to have to help me out as to the location. You guys were no better, better than me. I'm just, I'm just the driver. <laughs> um, but this is, this is where literally we were just driving down a side road um, and you guys were freaking out. We, about, we panicked with you joy. Panicked about how beautiful everything was. And between the two of you, you were just like, can we just put out a post on social media and have someone meet us at this random side road? And sure enough. <laughs>
1: in rural New Zealand, where we basically had no idea where we were. But luckily, Craig knew a little better than us where the heck we were. And uh, he Craig magiced us a dog model within like 10 minutes <laughs> in the middle of
0: nowhere. Chris, what, what part of New Zealand were we in for this next shoot?
2: <laughs> yeah. So we were, we were just past um, Lake Tekapo and we were on the track down to, uh, I think Lake Alexandrina, I think is what it's called. And it was just, the sky was amazing, wasn't it? And the light that through all the like dry grasses and everything, it was just all golden and gorgeous. Um, So, so yeah, I just thought, I thought the story
0: behind this one was just (laughs) hysterical because like. Craig, you yeah. didn't know that, this guy yeah. that showed up with the dog. It was total stranger.
2: He, he was he was really awesome. And um, I sent him some images and oh. he, he was just absolutely blown away by what he got just for, you know, a really quick off the cuff. Right, right. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. got nothing better to do for the next half an hour. I'll go down and see what this is all about kind of thing.
1: Um, but do you remember, like, what the deal was? Did he live like locally, or did, was he? Where did he, he live?
2: I think he was just on a on a road trip as well, um, and so he happened to be in, in Tekapo with his dog. I think he. I don't think he lived in Tekapo. Um Yeah, and he's he's never he never never knew dog photography was a thing or it existed or. Any of that stuff.
1: That's so fun. I, I i loved his spirit. That was really cool. And I remember when we went into this field that was like kind of fenced off. And I was like, oh, I don't know if we can go in there because it's like That's fenced right. off. And he was like, nope. Like, I can't remember what the rule was, but the right to roam or something. And he's like, wait, well, we can definitely go in here. It's fine. And he just goes right through the fence. And I was like, wow, this guy's bold. All right. I'm going to follow him.
0: <laughs> You're the boss.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're the boss of New Zealand, I guess.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was the prime minister that showed up. <laughs> Well, on that note, <laughs> Craig, it's been lovely having you, sir. Um, th- there are many, many, many more adventures to talk about with you specifically. Um, so I hope that you will do us the great honor of having um, of having yourself on our podcast <laughs> again in the future.
2: I would love to, and I just want to say as well, like um, we lost jazz um, in December. He passed away Well, we had him put to sleep just before Christmas. So this image of the three of them together is so special. And I'm so unbelievably grateful for you guys for capturing it for us so that we can have it on the wall forever and, and remember the three boys together as, as they always were. And, um, you know, this, I think you, you'll agree with this, both of you, I think, is that this is one of the huge things about why we do what we do. And, you know, they're never with us for as long as we want them to be here.
1: Craig, thank you. That means so much to me. I mean, truly so, so much to me. What an unbelievable privilege it was to to be able to capture their their legacy for you. Um, forever and i'm so sorry by the way i'm so so gutted for you that you had to say goodbye to jazz uh, It's so hard and you know, like you said their lives are Tragically short compared to ours. It's just so painful and you know They say I think it was winnie the pooh who said to love something is to make a pact with grief You know, we know we're gonna have to pay someday. We all know we're gonna have to pay. We love these animals so much and It's just, you know, like, you know, it's coming, you know, you're about to be absolutely destroyed, gutted, like you're going to fall to the floor, but it's worth it. You look at them and you know, all the pain you're going to feel is is worth it because of, you know, what they gave you. And so I'm so sorry you had to say goodbye, but God, am I honored and humbled and feel so privileged that you gave me the opportunity to to know your cats and to meet them and to love them and then to, to make this image for you. So it's like, there's no greater compliment on earth as you know, very well um, to see your image, like hanging on somebody's wall long after that pet is, is gone from their life. You know, it's um, really special. What we get to do. And I'm so grateful for, for the opportunity to do it every day.
0: Oh, that Winnie the Pooh is a real shit. Bitch. <laughs> now I'm crying.
1: <laughs> As they say, a real shit bitch. I mean, you know. Very good. Oh, cool.
0: Uh, Craig, it's always it's always yeah. a, a yeah. absolute highlight to get to talk to you and, and, and hang out with you and, and to re- relive these moments. So, again, thank you so much uh, for being part of our little program here today. And
1: And if you want to meet this man yourself, you got to come out to Las Vegas with us and have a big old party covered in glitter in the desert because it's going to be the best time ever. And you'll get to meet Craig and talk to him all about his amazing career and learn from him as well as many others Um, and not to turn this into an ad, but truly just the opportunity to meet and like liaise and hang with and be inspired by people like you craig and like charlotte and like sophie and elka and all these other amazing artists that are going to be there it's those this type of thing is like it feels so once in a lifetime and i'm just so excited to have you there you have earned your place among the stars far and above you are so special and i'm so grateful not only to call you a colleague but to call you a friend so thank you for everything that you have given me in my life my dear
2: Thank you The
1: I'm feeling you're is all right. absolutely
2: mutual
1: Why are you staring at me? <laughs> <laughs> Don't stare and- Didn't anyone ever tell you staring is rude? Shh <laughs> You're creeping Like we're just at a small table And you're only a few feet away But only I can see one of your eyes Through all of this equipment Listen
0: this is a professional podcast studio And
1: it is a creepy eye I'm just saying. <laughs> no. We're, we're traveling right now, right? We're traveling. We're down in Florida, getting ourselves a pretty decent suntan, if I do say so myself. Just, just kidding. We're both, we're both so white we're see through. Actually, I would call myself White Lightning
0: white lightning white lightning Uh, yes the only reason that i decided to get uh like tattoo sleeves is so that i wouldn't have a farmer's tan or a t-shirt tan year round
1: you got a tan once and i can't remember where you got it it was like within the first maybe two years of meeting you and you quite literally still have that farmer's tan.
0: this is from wrestlemania 31 wait
1: i thought at that, that Wrestlemania you're wearing a tank top.
0: Yeah, it's not, not what you're talking about. No, I'm talking
1: about your like farmers, Tam, when you had sleeves on. You were somewhere and you had like a t-shirt <sighs> and then you had literally for the next eight years that like <laughs> through the winters and well, everything. Listen, I was not,
0: <laughs> my my, da- my dad's so funny. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I could have gone either way between my mom and my dad. My mom is is pale white, yeah, and my dad is white going on Latino.
1: Yeah, your dad <laughs> is really dark skin.
0: I mean, he's he spent you know like forty years working outside, like. All the time, and and yeah, he he could get a great tan. He can also grow a beard just by thinking real hard about it. That's so funny. That is not a skill that I have.
1: What a riot! No. You know what though? His cousin Debbie also has kind of darker skin, so I think that that might just be in that side of the family. Shout
0: go- out to cousin Debbie. Cousin
1: Debbie. Woo-hoo.
0: Hey saying listen what i think we're going a little long on this episode come on i feel like this give might me a be a quiz quiz me i am going to give you a oh, quiz you are? yes <laughs>
1: i just made it up i just guessed i thought oh what would be fun was would be a quiz
0: yes because you quizzed me the last time i did yes
1: on uh, home alone and you Shh, getting everything listen, wrong on i
0: checked home... <laughs> your reality and i substitute my own
1: <laughs> fair enough
0: um okay here we're we're gonna go with difficult dog trivia questions.
1: Oh, I'm really nervous. You're you, gonna expose me.
0: Listen, this is I I think let's we'll, we'll just see how you do. Okay. okay, all right. Question number one: How many dogs survived the sinking of the Titanic?
1: Jeez, that's specific, and I love the Titanic too. You know that, right? Like
0: I know. Do, what do you, are you gonna phone James Cameron to ask him? <laughs>
1: no. no, calling up Leo. Alright. Calling up oh there was
0: plenty of room in that was, door.
1: Um I oh, for both Leo and Kate. <laughs> there was! I know, I know why. It was good storytelling. If he lived, it wouldn't be that good of a Stop story. Stop
0: dodging the answer.
1: Four dogs.
0: Oh Super my god, that's really close. It was three dogs.
1: Oh, I almost went with three, too! <laughs> damn. My heart, my heart will go on, as they say.
0: Um, okay. What is the only my breed Oh, and then Junie comes in with the piccolo solo.
1: (laughs) And Joshua's riding on the front of the um, Titanic. Yep. (laughs) I knew she was going to get up from her nap just to find her piccolo and play (laughs) the solo while Joshua uh, stands with his arms wide open on the front of the ship with the wind going through his dress.
0: (laughs) And you know, know, Junie with one arm doing the piccolo? Oh
1: my God, honestly. That's
0: that's impressive.
1: Do you need arms to do a piccolo? What? what is a piccolo <laughs> like it's a it's a
0: it's a high it's a higher pitched flute
1: yeah so oh you gotta hold it
0: well I, or is it a piccolo or is it like an irish whistle that like a, a penny whistle
1: i think it's a penny whistle. i think it's a penny whistle. yeah i think it's famously a penny whistle <laughs> okay. anyway
0: all right what is the only breed of dog that does not bark what Mm-hmm. Junie, <laughs> I know. Well, that's <laughs> not true. She gives us her single bark of the day. Yeah,
1: I suppose that should be Joshua. He never barks. In fact, fun fact: when we did Paparazzi, our um, television show with National Geographic, we got to the Sam got the chance to record the theme song for the show, mm-hmm. and in the theme song we decided we had to incorporate Joshua somehow because he's so dear and special to us and we thought it would be a little Easter egg to have like a little bit of a Joshua audio in the theme song that would play on that too. And so because joshua does not bark the only one reliable sound that he makes is called the rusty hinge and the rusty hinge happens at the exact moment that you pick his leash up off of the leash holder and you show him the end of the leash that you're about to clip to his collar
0: but you don't clip it yet no
1: you don't clip it yet and then you put an audio recorder up to his mouth and he goes
0: oh you want me to do it he goes (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> right. And it's a yawn. It's an anxiety yawn of excitement that he's about to go on a walk and it's the only sound we knew he could do for sure. So he, the rusty hinge is at the end of the paparazzi theme song.
0: That's right.
1: Totally. And I mean, you can hear it clear as day now that you know what you're listening for. So you're welcome. That's oh, a- what was my question?
0: Your question is, what is the only breed of dog that does not bark?
1: Oh my, you're getting me good here. I... I mean, I don't know. As right, how about I'll a Zolotl? I'll
0: give I'll give you one hint. It's not going to be a good hint. Oh, we've great. never photographed this type of dog before. Is this good radio? Yeah,
1: I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm
0: thinking. There's one. There's like at least one person out there just it's like screaming. screaming yeah, pull, pulling their car into oncoming traffic because Chinese crested. It's not a bad guess, but we photographed a Chinese Crested before. Anyway, I
1: suppose in New Zealand we did, yeah, yeah.
0: It is a Basenji.
1: No, stop it! Really, they don't bark.
0: Listen, I'm just going by by what the trivia says. What's
1: the web address for the trivia?
0: <laughs> it is <laughs> faketriviafacts.net.edu.
1: <It's, laughs> this is
0: on this is on triviaquiznight.com.
1: Oh yeah, that sounds reliable. <laughs> basenji who knew it if you knew that tell us somebody email us somebody email the damn email for once (laughs) actually i don't know i don't check it sam did you ever get an email on there
0: you know it is it's it's quiet over there right now have
1: you ever gotten one let's be honest
0: i've gotten some
1: oh and they're probably like remortgage your house
0: today
1: (laughs) um basenji wow i can't believe someone knew it well comment on the instagram anyways
0: all right how many eyelids do dogs have are you gonna count two are you gonna... it's three. three it is three? three i
1: said three before you said three you said th- i said two and <laughs> i thought about it i said three i swear uh, i said three
0: you're correct it is three
1: i've seen Junie's weird one get stuck
0: i know because Junie sleeps with her eyes open yeah, all the and her time weird ones kind of come down
1: sometimes halfway
0: yeah um very good okay Here's uh, here's one that combines my love of U.S. president trivia <laughs> <laughs> with Perfect. your love dogs. Which U.S. president had a favorite dog, a trusty foxhound named Sweet Lips?
1: Who's the big guy?
0: The biggest the real president, big
1: guy, the real big guy, Grover Cleveland. Yeah,
0: it's not Grover Cleveland.
1: <laughs> okay, Sweet Lips.
0: Yeah, Grover Cleveland. Was, I, believe, I believe it was Grover Cleveland that famously got stuck in a bathtub. Really? Yeah. But that's, but that's neither here nor there. Who
1: is the one? LBJ? Oh,
0: wait. No, that was Taft.
1: Oh, my God, Sam. Taft,
0: you old dog.
1: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> LBJ, LBJ, LBJ.
0: No, it was George Washington.
1: Lady Bird Johnson. That's why I thought about LBJ from King of the Hill because his dog is Lady Bird.
0: All right, Hank which, Hill's dog is Lady okay, Bird. Moving on. Okay. Listen, you're one for four right now. <laughs>
1: damn it this is ah, oh, you put me on the spot this
0: is this is tough this is tough all right which breed of dog was originally bred to help fishermen haul in their nets and act as lifeguards
1: either a portuguese water dog or a standard poodle
0: they're both incorrect damn it <laughs> this is the newfoundland
1: really is the this n- true is this true
0: <laughs> is this true
1: i don't believe it
0: i i do I believe i swore
1: it. newfoundland belonged on a mountain
0: Listen.
1: wait a sec think about it think about it think
0: yeah. yeah you know
1: like real newfoundland the place yep this makes sense because it's a water place
0: <laughs> yes
1: it's an ocean ocean-y ocean ocean it's
0: it's it's a one mile under the sea
1: and they do a lot of fishing up there
0: next question and you are just tanking i know okay how approximately how many times better is a dog's hearing than a human's
1: 156 times better
0: (laughs) that's so many times better
1: 156 times better is my final answer final answer
0: it is four times
1: (laughs) wow that's really lame lame juni can you even hear me
0: you know what I was? I was whispering to Junie like from across the house the other day, yeah, and she fully understood everything I was saying. Really? Yeah, because I mean I
1: know their hearing is really spectacular, but their smell is even more spectacular. It sure is. Junie, smell this. <laughs> She's not even looking up, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on there with her.
0: Beautiful. All right, next question. You can still bring this home. I, to what? I don't know. I know. A, a, a D minus. A German Shepherd named Orient helps its owner Bill Irwin, a blind man, do what?
1: Climb Mount Everest.
0: Uh, Climb
1: uh, Mount Kilimanjaro. Climb you've got, McKinley. You have the well, right idea. Mount Denali.
0: You have the right idea. Climb it,
1: Mount Washington. It,
0: no, it's not a mount. It is complete the Appalachian Trail. Oh,
1: that's beautiful! What a beautiful story. <gasps> now that's a movie. <laughs> think about it that's a movie i would watch that movie okay um i got one question right
0: one yep and we got three more to go oh
1: yes okay in
0: 1999 sony released a robot dog what was its name oh boy do
1: is this like a household like name like do you know this no nope. you've never heard of it no nope. it's not rover no nope. Ginger. Ginger. Ginge.
0: Givitis. Oh, I don't yeah, know. <laughs> nope, it's elbow. Elbow? It's really? off grid. Off Off Elmo. Off-brand Elmo.
1: <laughs> <gasps> oh, Elmo, are you counting? <laughs> It's my favorite thing that Sam has ever done in our relationship ever, which is Elmo counting, but usually out of order. And at the, <laughs> mo- <laughs> and at the most random times in our relationship. Like Jess will come out of nowhere. From
0: the other room. Yeah. <laughs> Elmo's
1: counting in the Sucks. other room. Oh, wow. And I always, wow. Wow. <laughs> and I always really congratulate him for being so smart. my loves to count. Oh my god, that is so beautiful. Elbow? How I wouldn't have known that one. Oh, but speaking of elbow, mac and cheese, elbow macaroni's.
0: You got you got two more questions. The most expensive dog ever sold was the Tibetan massive puppy sold in two thousand nineteen in China. But how much did it sell for?
1: Oh boy, that's really sad. I don't like that. I don't like any questions about dogs being sold. Uh, I'm I don't know. I'm gonna guess it sold for one point three million
0: not that far two million dollars okay to the, nice fi-
1: round two million final
0: question and i will throw a whole bunch of softball ones at you so you can oh, feel thank better thank you so
1: I can feel like a smart person yes thank you okay
0: to the nearest inch how tall was the tallest great dane to ever to the nearest inch
1: jeez uh, the tallest great dane ever let's see I'm thinking I'm just thinking I'm thinking about Dallas and Oscar two of my favorite great danes who I photographed last year let's see and they're so big well Oscar's so big, right? Let's see. How big is he? I'm going to say that he is like four feet, eight inches. And I'm going to say the tallest one is almost is six feet, nine inches. <laughs> <laughs> six foot nine. Oh, back up. That's too tall. I think that's like Charles Barkley tall. I think that's like Michael Jordan tall. I think that's like... um. Uh-huh a tall man he's a, a very tall man, a proper tall man, a tall man, yeah, all right, so back up, back up, five feet five inches, no, five feet six inches
0: listen we're talking we're talking all right,
1: oh, that would be as tall as you actually, you're five feet six inches
0: I'm five foot seven yeah. if, if the wind is just right, <laughs> listen just, the tallest great day in ever was forty four inches.
1: What does that even mean? How many feet is that? <laughs>
0: 12. Let's, see. Let's tw- see. Yeah, 12.
1: Divided by. What? I mean, 12 inches. Uh huh. 12, 24. Yeah. 36. Yeah. 48. Yeah. Would be four feet. Right. So this thing wasn't even four feet? Yeah. What? Listen. I've seen a bigger one.
0: Listen, triviaquiznight.com. Okay, I'm going to rattle these off Shh. real quick so you can feel better about yourself and we can go to bed.
1: Yeah, you're not going to bed. You're editing for two hours. I'm going to go play video games. woo
0: Okay, this is the cartoon dog quiz. What type of terrier is Snowy, the fictional dog from Tintin?
1: What? A uh, German Shepherd. <laughs>
0: He's a wire fox terrier. What? You're off to a bad start. Wait, isn't Tintin? Isn't what Rin, Tin- is the- nope. Rin
1: Tintin? is a German Shepherd.
0: Rin Tintin, yes, oh, but Tintin. Oh, excuse
1: me. I don't know what, what Tintin is. What is the
0: name of the beagle that first appeared in the comic strip Peanuts? Noopy. Yes, Noopy. I forgot the answer. Yes, it's just Noopy. <laughs> yes. What breed of dog is <laughs> <Yes>. Scooby-Doo? <Noopy. laughs> I'm
1: peeing
0: my pants. Uh-oh. I Do we need to break? Pee
1: my pants. <laughs> what I meant to say was Snoopy for the record. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, we all we all heard it was Snoopy. Rewind the tape. Come on. We're going true. through these. These I are can't quick. Breathe. These are quick. What I breed can't... of dog is Scooby-Doo? Great Dane. Great Dane. What is the name of the Simpsons' pet dog?
1: Santa's little helper.
0: Good. Pluto is the pet dog of which famous Disney character?
1: Goofy. <laughs> is that true? Is he, it Goofy's dog? No. Nope. Is it Mickey's dog? It's Mickey's dog. Goofy, a dog owning a dog? Can you imagine? What a world.
0: Which white haired German shepherd believes he has superpowers? What? It's Bolt.
1: Oh, do you know I never saw Bolt? I can't believe I never saw Bolt, but What I...
0: is the name of the pet dog and family guy? Brian. Which dog is the sidekick to the lovable Wallace? Gromit. Mm hmm. Odie is the pet dog of which comic strip?
1: Garfield's dog. He's going to ship him to Abu Dhabi.
0: Final question. Final question. What relation is Scrappy Doo to Scooby Doo? Isn't
1: that his nephew?
0: It is his nephew.
1: Oh my God. I'm so smart. Did you count? Do you know how many I got? And do you know what that earns me? An entire box of powdered, cheesed mac and cheese with spirals
0: we're back to craft macaroni and cheese
1: we started there we ended there the most full circle beautiful cheesiest circle of all the circles which is the best kind when you're as hungry as i am right now because i ate nothing all day and then i cried for three straight hours during a movie so now i'm dehydrated and i need nothing but mac and cheese to fill me up
0: ladies and gentlemen i hope you enjoyed today's four and a half hour episode I hope you enjoyed hearing Kaylee get absolutely obliterated in difficult trivia, but then doing quite nice in child's trivia.
1: Who would have who known a Basenji doesn't bark? Does include, anybody know that? I mean, really. Who
0: would have known lovable Noopy from the, from the <laughs> Peanuts? She still loves Snoopy. (laughs) Kayla, you want to sign us off for this week?
1: Yeah, this week we're going out. We're going out and we're doing the thing and we did the thing and we did the podcast. Now we're doing the thing called mac and cheese. And we're doing it right now. But Sam's going to edit and I'm going to eat and Sam's going to edit and I'll keep eating. Sam's going to edit. Sam. oh, Oh, he's making. Oh, oh, now we've got some percussion in the form of spiral mac and cheese.
0: This episode brought to you by mac and cheese.
1: (laughs) Actually, it's not.
0: Adventures in Dog Photography with Kaylee Greer and Sam Haddix is a Dog Breath production. Follow us on Instagram at Adventures in Dog Photography. And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.